Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. Wednesday morning, you know what that means. Another episode of Mustard Seed. Gang's all back together. Uh, I'm going to start with a classic dad joke. Um, you guys probably already know this, but it's one of my favorites. What kind of uh, car did uh, Jesus drive? A Chrysler. <laughs> I was going to say a Prius. <laughs> a Chrysler. Nice. There nice. it is. There we go. Good start. Nice to have us all back together in yep. the studio. Yeah, um, I was like so impressed with how how good the audio sounded on on the phone. I don't know if you guys heard not bad back, but it sounded pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I was really surprised. No, it was cool. I'm glad that we kind of figured out that that works. You know, mm -hmm. now we have another option, be a little flexible. Um, yeah, yeah, we did the draft and the results are in. Here's yes. our oh our mustard seed belt <laughs> and uh, cookie draft. We're going back to the cookie draft. The cookie draft, I won. You had a clean uh, sweep, Andrew. Clean oh, sweep of nice. the cookie. Here's the mustard seed champion. But uh, this week on the Marvel one, right? I yes. think we're tied between me and Josh. Correct, but you had one more vote. I did? You did. You had one more deciding oh. vote. You had a write-in. Oh. There was a, a direct message that was voted for you. <laughs> was it me? No, I'm sorry. It was voted for Josh. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, Josh. Oh, okay, so Josh, Josh is choice. the Marvel champ, right? Oh, nice. Josh yes, I missed belt. up. Very cool. So Josh is currently the reigning ch uh, draft champion. Yeah, yeah. So you got to hold the belt. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, we're going to pass this over to Josh. You Wear that with pride. <laughs> so currently, I just want to announce this. Guy on the ones and twos got the belt. Got the belt holding a straw. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Um, so we have now had three drafts that I've put on Instagram. So three drafts that we've gotten votes for. I have never gotten a vote. <laughs> Keep oh, up no. your streak. Keep up your streak. So now it is my plan to stay true. I'm going to see how long I can go without getting a vote. <laughs> That's my new journey. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew and Josh, you guys are uh, currently winning. You've won... One. One, and Josh has won two because mm -hmm. you got the cereal and the Marvel. Right, so right, right, right. Two, one, zero. I'm still yeah. in it. Nice. Still in it to win it. Let's go, baby. But um, I wanted to talk about a little something about like uh, how things are put in front of our path uh, that we have to deal with um, that I'm sure everyone here and everyone listening has had to deal with and like the strength like we have to put forward of just knowing it's like like you say in the beginning like um our journey welcome on our journey and uh just to like have that strength like on my way here like I was like having a really good prayer session just like talking to um God talking to Jesus about like how I feel and like all the stress that I'm going through and anxiety between like um some work things some things going on with my uh uh child and just like I was just put it out there, like, take away the silliness. Like, you bared the cross for us. Like, I can bear this anxiety. Just, like, make it so I can deal with it. Because sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever get that anxiety where you just, like, can't function. And that's hard. Sure. You almost feel like the things that you're, the, the obstacles or the things that you're facing or the things that you're dealing with just feel like 
I can't like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, for sure. And then it's more like how you talked about your prayer. It's like that freedom that you can feel when you go to God with those moments. Right. Is that kind of that? Yeah. And just like that relief of like him, just like you feel like that hand on your shoulder, like calm down. Like it's not the end of, it's not the end of the world. If like, you know, point this happens or this happens, like, if, the, if you're going down this path and you hit here, I got another fork in the road for you to go down and like you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out for you. Um, I've We've said this many times in the past week. We are all guilty of like telling God like what we want. And he's like, oh, really? I got this plan for you. And like we oh, I always forget that. You know, I always just I'm like um, keep telling like okay, this is like this, this, and this has to happen for this to go good. And it's, it's just, um, you know, uh, grounding, like when you just like get that really emotion and you like, it's not rock bottom, but you know what I mean? Like where you are hitting like, um, a stubborn, you're hitting a dead end and you just feel like you're stuck. And then like, when you really like put yourself forward in, in God and Jesus and in prayer, it just like really like, um, it's just like a warm bear hug. It's uplifting. It it's like a, a surrender, mm-hmm. right? Is that kind of what like I notice that when I feel that it's less of, like you said, when you're trying to control kind of like the way things are going, and it's like it, it needs to be this way, and if it's not this way, I'm gonna be really stressed about it because it's just it's too much to yeah. handle. But it's like a surrender of allowing your path to be just guided. Yeah. Or even not in the sense of that, it's more like whatever it is that you present to me, like I'm going to be okay with it because it's it's I'm willing to accept that it's a part of your plan, God, and that it's kind of yeah. part of the and process. That's one thing like we definitely have to do. And it's like um a couple of weeks ago, like we were talking um about the saints and like uh praying to them and all that. Um like one thing too is like people forget especially in the Catholic faith, like you can pray directly to Jesus. You know what I mean? I feel like that is one thing like with the Catholics, like that um, they, we all make that mistake of just like being too afraid to like approach God and like you're going a different route. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I've, I've, I've never really kind of heard it like that, Andrew, but that's, that's true. I guess when, for a lot of people who are kind of kind of raised in, in that space and, and, you know, um, where we believe in the communion of saints and are kind of taught that, I guess oftentimes you may be, um, believe that that's kind of the direction you should be going for. Like if you have a certain problem or an issue or whatever, like just, you know, pray to these saints. But yeah, we, you can go directly to Christ and, yeah. you know, on top of that. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like to think of it as like an avenue to get closer to Christ. Like when mm-hmm. you can lean on the saints or or even like it's not i'm not like bashing i'm just saying no, it's like i'm instead of like praying to them you're praying for them to pray for you like sure. i think that's the mistake a lot of people make you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i'd like to do that personally and maybe that's something that because sometimes i feel like when i'm going through it and i'm just like man <laughs> i don't feel worthy enough of kind of like where i'm at in my life in a moment where it's like i need some help you know like i need someone to feel or to give me some strength yeah um so i tried like but i know what you mean like i try not to say like i'm the, relying the on strength this, you can do with the saints is just like look at their what they have accomplished and what they have gathered themselves and just like all right if this like 
you know, I not that God wasn't human, but I, you know, you look at Jesus as like this figure that's way up here, and you think you can't be there. So you look at someone like, um, I don't know, Mother Teresa, or someone who like pushed like all these people and accomplished all these things, and you're like, okay, maybe that's more real, like more realistic than um, someone who's way up here. And then also like, I feel like a lot of um, people uh, feel like God can't see you, so they're like going different routes and what before like going to him like testing the water like you know like uh as an example is like um you did something wrong so you want to go to mom first because she's not Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to be yelled at by dad first you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah it's great insights man i mean i mean honestly i feel like that can be a lot of people's experience of the faith and especially in their prayer prayer walk you know yeah yeah definitely so then what do you think is like the best way to prevent that in a sense of like how do you find that it's like the best way to get closer to christ because i do sometimes feel that where i can look at like my prayers and think like that god feels far off you know it's like yeah and like how do that's I get what i was there? saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. a lot of people feel like uh you know he's example is like santa just looking through a crystal ball <laughs> if you're bad or good and like that's what he's judging you on um but the one thing the Bible teaches is how much he loves you and how forgiving it is. And he bared the cross for us. And like, that's like the greatest love there ever. What I say a couple of weeks ago, the uh, greatest love story ever written. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's that Psalm that says, you know, that he's, he's for us. He's not against us. Yeah. He's for us. He's not against us. And that's something that I think a lot of people forget or maybe not realize enough. Cause you know, oftentimes we kind of we scrutinize sin, right? And we should, we should. Um, but in the same token, we're like, oh, well, God is upset with me for sinning. And mm-hmm. in reality, that's not the case. Like, because what it does is it severs our relationship. It doesn't necessarily, it doesn't sever his love for us, but it, it's like our reciprocality, it like kind of gets a little bit injured when we, when we sin. So it's not like he's looking down upon us and is angry and is bitter or like wanting to, you know, bad things to happen to us. He's just... Um, you know, he's, he's working for us and he wants us to receive the grace and forgiveness that he's always offering us. So, yeah. Yeah. Think of him as like, you ever see the security booths with all the different monitors? He's got one on all of us. So he knows everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I think about as something to kind of like, not necessarily create, but it just a bit of an example. And the, that powerful scene in Goodwill Hunting when Robin Williams is talking to um, Matt Damon, I forget their character names right now, but um, and he kind of gets them to break down. They're sitting there on the park bench, and he goes through the whole big. Robin Williams goes through that big scene, and then he's like, "It's not your fault. It's not your fault." Mm. And how it breaks him down. Like sometimes I feel that for myself with a reminder, like you said, Andrew and Josh, like there, like you need that. I need that constant reminder of like you are my son and I love you and I am well pleased with what I, you're doing. Right. I like so that like, though. I like that uh, comparison that you just did. Like that, like really just hit home with me. Like it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Like that, like I'm picturing Robert Williams character as God talking to me right now. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's great. I love that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the character of Will Hunting is, is a great example of mm-hmm. someone who was wronged and, and hurt by the world. And, yeah. And uh, <laughs> was, you know, um, he has these walls and these barriers that he kind of throws up, right? Because of um, of all of the, the the horrible things that have happened to him, and that causes him to have hold the world at arm's reach, you know. And that's what we do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with God, you know. 
And that's what I that's one thing that I love that we're doing this. So like how I want to be the one to like uh I want about us to be the people there's many people out there doing it of what we're doing with the podcast and being online just like just we're young uh gentlemen uh <laughs> <laughs> we're young gentlemen and we want to show like you can love christ and you don't have to be afraid sure and yeah. there's just a, a realness to it you know like this is a journey this isn't like hey we're, we've got this figured out so we're going to turn this podcast on and we're going to tell you about it it's like hey yeah. like we're kind of grinding through this journey yeah. right now and we want to talk about and, it and i, I enjoy it. like how real we can get talking about our love for God and then just like do the silly things and talk. It's just, it shows you like you can um, still have fun. You can still love God as your priorities can be in the right order. Like we have a little thing we're going to do a little later with uh, vintage uh, McDonald's toys. I bought a uh, mystery bag of 20 (laughs) McDonald's toys from the nineties. And I think that would be cool to talk about and be like, Oh my gosh, I remember that. But, um, and then, we're having the same like passionate talk about like how we respect the saints and feel a certain way about the saints and uh, just like the avenues to go about it. And like how, in my opinion. Sure. I think that it's great to bring light to the fact that all things are good through God's eyes. Like, and that something that you enjoy as a hobby, like can be ways to honor your faith and to honor God just by the way you go about things, you know, like, it's about living, you know, God is not dead. He is God of the living and the way we live and the way we interact, which is normal everyday things can reflect on how our faith is. That's what I love about what Exodus has created. And I hope we're kind of trying to get through a little bit with Genesis. It's like just that constant reminder of how to try your best to live in a way that is allowing God to be at every part of your life. Cause I know that's something that I just constantly struggle with where it's like, I turn it on and I turn it off. It's like, I'm going to work, okay? Mm. Like, I'm just going to go to work instead of, like, allowing God to just be present in every moment instead of creating a little bit of separation. I don't know what that means, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to do a little thing where I'm going to head out in, like, 10 to 15 minutes, and then Josh and Ryan are going to talk about Exodus. 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 <laughs> Sorry. You know, my bumbling... Uh, uh, english language can't even think of it but it, like um last week we we're talking about uh uh krug and uh krug, krug, krug. Krug. see i just said it wrong again <laughs> <laughs> my uh, jess was like you got had josh believing it for a second yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh krug. yeah krug. yeah krug. yeah no no i was laughing when i heard you guys say that <laughs> we were like krug, 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 krug. i don't know <laughs> but um I know I still need to find like a good like fart noise. For that. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, so yeah, so I'll I'll step out, but we'll we'll do our draft and um, other that uh, McDonald's thing before I. Uh, yeah, out. so let's get it started. What um, do you got there? Draft. I was thinking uh, uh, instruments. Instruments. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. This is Josh's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to win this one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take notes as we do this now. <clears throat> So uh, who starts? Ryan, right? I started. I started last week. Right. Okay. Right. So cool. So this is instruments. Um, Watch me. I'm gonna name them all wrong. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So I'm going to start first. Number one, I'm glad I got the number one pick guitar. I love the guitar. Not that I can play it well, but the fact I just love yeah. listening to guitar music. That goes for all guitars or? Uh, acoustic guitars. Okay. So yeah, I just really love acoustics. Like I'll put on, uh, when I'm doing work sometimes, I'll do like the Spotify playlist of like acoustic uh, mm -hmm. instrumental mm -hmm. music. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Number one. Um, well, then I guess I'll say electric guitars. Yeah. Electric guitars. guitars. say acoustic, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to write these I'm down. I'm going to take uh, slap at the bass. Mm -hmm. So we all win guitar off the yeah. jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Josh. Oh, wait, no. I got oh, you got two, two right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to take a bass clarinet because that's what my wife played in wow, high school. Wow, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to take a drum set then. A drum set. Boom. Okay. Um, Andrew, you said bass, and then you said clarinet. Bass clarinet. Um, okay, so Josh, you got drums. drums. I'm going with the saxophone. I nice. love saxophones. Like That's great. Duke, yeah. uh, Duke Silver. Duke Silver. Yeah, Duke Silver. <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G. During the holidays, put a little <laughs> saxophone on. Um, big fan of the saxophones. Love it. All right, so now this part, like, I don't know exactly what the best way to describe it is, but so like. I've been really into like folk music lately. Mm -hmm. um, so there's always like different, like it's a violin or it's like a harmonica. So I don't know exactly how to pinpoint which one I'm going to pick, but I love that sort of like folk vibe. I'm going to, I'm going to lean on the harmonica. Mm -hmm. I just love a good harmonica in the nice. middle of some music. So yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm going to go with here. Oh, that's great. All right. All right so so I got saxophone. for my last one, I'm going to pick the cello. Ooh. Cello. Can you play the cello? No. Oh. <laughs> I was I was waiting for you to be able to be like, yeah, I can do that. I can do it all. <laughs> yeah, no, not the cello. But cello is the big one, correct? It's like the in-between. So it's the, yes, yeah, so you have the violin, the viola, then the cello, and then the double bass. The bass is the yeah, the one. double bass is the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So the, the one that's smaller than that, but you still have to lean, it's the, it's the cello. Cello. And it's the one that like, it's something about it. It just it like resembles the human voice. So like that's the thing that's like really beautiful about the cello is like when you play it, it like the way that it's played, it just sounds like a human. Like so, there's this kind of like beauty, like natural, organic feel with the with the instrument. I'm going to now listen to a cello in a different light, thinking yeah. about humans. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Father Rob, he just picked up a cello. He was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I think he, well, he over the summer maybe took lessons or something. Yeah, but yeah. Wow, it's a beautiful instrument. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Take us home, Andrew. I'm gonna take. The recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take an oval. Is that no? <laughs> That's a shape. <laughs> an oboe. Oh man. An oboe. Yeah. Oboe. Oboe. Obo. I'm gonna take yeah, a hobo. Yeah. That's a fun instrument. Yeah. He's got the hobo. The oval. <laughs> the oval <laughs> oboe. <laughs> nice. I'm. I'm very interested to see these results. Yeah, I feel good about my. Uh, my yeah, picks. I feel like, Ryan. I feel like you could. You may have a chance this week. You I hope so. Chance, yeah. I'm staying true. Word. I got the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready, All right, ready for these? Well, yeah, what do we got we, here? We got a mystery pack of '90s McDonald's or Burger King toys. Uh, so we're gonna. This is great for radio. Open. Well, you're you're if you're watching on YouTube, well. you'll have fun, and we'll describe it well. There you go. Oh my gosh, these Whoa. are literal, like literal. These look, these are McDonald's toys. These are things you would see in your Happy Meal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this says Wendy's Kids Meal on it. Wow, <laughs> these are such throwbacks. Oh, you got Wendy's too, huh? Yeah, wow. This is a nostalgia right. type of uh, 
items here. I'm opening one. Oh my god! I got uh, on Amazon. <laughs> I got Beast from McDonald's, oh. and he's got the rose. Oh, what are we gonna do with all this stuff? I'll have to bring him. There are so many. Yeah, yeah. I got Beast, and he holds his rose. Wow! So we got Beast, right? What do you got? I mean, this really does show you how cool. Like, I mean, we grew up with some oh, pretty. Oh, I remember stuff. this: the Dragon Quest thing. Like the purple dragon. What yeah. was that movie? Quest of Spyro? Camelot. Oh, Quest of Camelot. <coughs> That's a Wendy's toy, too. This is a Wendy's toy? Yeah, it says Wendy's on it. Mm. It's a crow. Mm. Nice. One of those balancing crows that balance on your finger. Nice. All right, this is a McDonald's toy. Um, <laughs> is this the villain from uh, Mulan? What's his name? I'm gonna have to read. Oh, it. the guy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read it here. What's his oh, name? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, uh, I had that true. growing up. McDonald's always had the best. I had that McDonald's too. Had some great I toys. I totally had that as a kid. Wow, this is pretty cool looking. Yeah, McDonald's always had the best. Yeah, and his I birds had that. are flapping. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Oh, Khan. Look it up, Boogie. Yeah, right? Something Khan. Is it? Uh, isn't it like a? Oh, it's gonna bother me. It's something Khan, right? I guess I can just look it up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to Google this. Wow, McDonald's really had some that good took, toys. That took yeah, back, look at man. this. This is a Narnia. You got um, the lion from Narnia and part of a book series. That's awesome. That's actually really cool. I'm a big fan of Narnia. And then the book. Shen Yu? Shen Yu. Shen Yu. Is the villain? Oh, really? What a name! <laughs> we are way up. Yeah. Why did oh, I think he's based on okay. Twilight Eclipse? Oh, this can go straight in the trash. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. I can't believe that these were like. Think about these were the toys that we would used to be able to get. And uh... yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. We're gonna be. Uh, our table is gonna be. Oh, we got a, with, we got a um, duplicate of a McDonald's little girl. Uh, she's just, I guess it's like, uh, it's called My Alexander. I don't know. <laughs> wow. We Spiderwick. I loved Spiderwick. Did you guys ever read the Spiderwick yeah, books? Yeah. I love those books. Yeah, I read them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we got really a, a water toy. It's Porky Pig uh, <laughs> in uh, Looney Tunes in a TV who squirts water. <laughs> oh yeah all right so, that's pretty cool and uh looks like we got eclipse again that can go straight in the trash this is a burger king toy burger king Ooh, we got a kung fu panda over here this was dated 2010 so i guess we weren't too yeah, long a, long ago 90s, so. here we go we got uh master kufa <laughs> <laughs> pat would love this we gotta, i gotta show him some of these things these are so cool so i are we biased to the to the 90s because that's where we grew up in, like so. early 2000s, yeah, yeah. 90s? Or well, is it I'll, I'll really that cool? It was a great decade, yeah. Uh, Claire and I just recently, I was just curious to see, like we, we looked up like the top movies and like top entertainment of every decade sure. for like past, I don't know, 50 years or whatever. And the 90s had like some of the best movies ever. Like I, like objectively, you know, some of the highest rated movies of all time were like in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Shawshank Redemption. I feel like it was such Disney a sweet ones. spot of like technology kind of getting up to a peak of like things right. being like discovered and what you could do with technology. Yeah. And also before like everything just got kind of like 
corrupted in a way of like almost like taken too far you know yeah, like yeah. it was just that sweet spot of just so many cool things yeah yeah um yeah the 90s man we were pretty lucky like thinking about this like yeah, mcdonald's and McDonald's those toys, toys like, like this, this anymore I remember like waiting online to order your food and they'd have like the little like plastic thing mm -hmm. and you could look through it and yeah, see what yeah, toys yeah. you hope you'd get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, did you guys ever trade in your toys? No. You get what you get so, and you don't get upset yeah, or did yeah. you go back and say, can I trade? They always, if you tried that, uh, they would always say like, well, that's all we got. <laughs> and we got Play-Doh from Play -Doh. Uh, Subway. Yeah, Subway. Subway Play-Doh. What? Subway Play I didn't know Subway gave out toys. Yeah. Me neither. Is it from the 90s? Is it like really I old Play-Doh? Yeah, right? I imagine it's like really crusty. Probably doesn't open. <laughs> this is so interesting, like, as a... Because these look like the original wrappers and stuff. Like, where did... I wonder where these per this person, like, who sold it on. It's like, hoarded it. it you just yeah, hoarded right? it, found them in garage sales. Somebody working at a McDonald's? Yeah, he was <laughs> like, I'm going to the save these. <laughs> Oh look, it's a uh, a controller, but I don't, I don't understand. Oh, but there's no ball in it, so oh there it is, it's stuck. <laughs> so it's a maze, and it's I guess supposed to be a Nintendo 64 controller. Oh yeah. Uh, Mario Kart. Oh, and you race the ball around the track. Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Very cool. Good deal. Wow. Yeah. We've Best got the quite stuff. the toys. Thanks. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Oh, it's an M&M. Oh, this is from Burger King. It's an M&M watch, and I guess it squirts water. It's oh, like yes. one of those gag things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ahead of its time, man. Ahead of its time. So, cool. Yeah. Fun. We're going to have to do a 90s so. draft one of these days. Yeah. Mm. 90s movies. We uh, we definitely are very fortunate. And you know what is pretty cool now? The fact that like, we do have access to a lot of those things that we grew up with. Although it is funny putting it on again, like, cause I've always thought growing up, like, oh man, I'd love my kids to be able to enjoy these things too, yeah. right? But now you got all these uh, streaming services that have like everything. And I feel like when you put it on, some of them are just not as fun as they were when you were like when yeah, you remembered, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some things that do hold true, like PB and J Otter, still classic. Yeah, I love PB and J Otter. There's three seasons. Beast can't hold together. You know what we watched <laughs> the other day, actually, Ronnie and I, um, RV with Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw that no, movie. No, no, no. I don't think that's in the '90s. Maybe it was in the 2000s, but um, it was a good movie. This Nintendo 64 one stinks. <laughs> <laughs> the ball's stuck in the side. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah, send it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Along with your crusty Play-Doh subway. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I cool. Like yeah. I like it. All right. So, so I'm going to hop out. Josh is going to hop in talk about ecstasy. Ecstasy. My brain's not working today. Episode's going um, off the rails. Yeah. We're about to take ecstasy. <laughs> Tune in. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, okay, cool. Uh, stay rooted in Christ. We'll see you at Top Golf. See you at Top Golf. We're all going to Top Golf. A uh, mustard seed outing. Mustard seed outing. Cool. <laughs> this is the first time I'm recording with you now while you're sitting next to us. That's right. You're sitting next to me. That's right. I like it.
Yeah, I like the belt. You gotta rock the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is crazy. (laughs) It's so funny. I I don't know what to do with it all. (laughs) I totally had that shot on you. That like took me back, right? Yeah, nostalgia. I know. Extreme. This guy's. I like this Aslan. It's kind of cool. I like the current. I tell you what. I just I just read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe like two months ago. Oh yeah. Because I was looking for like just some some fun fiction to read, and I thought, hey, like, what, what heck no, I'll give it a try. And I was like, this is this is great. Did you have you read it before? Yeah, yeah, I read it when I was a kid, but I yeah, I couldn't yeah, really remember while, much right? of it. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I know it's like a kid's book, but man, there's a lot you can take from it. Oh, like of course, it's, it's very, it's very, it's good stuff. That's cool that you stuck with it. Sometimes, like I've tried to do that before with like Harry Potter. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I love Harry Potter. I'm gonna reread it, but then yeah, I get yeah, to, yeah. to a point, I'm just like. I've read this already. <laughs> I just yeah, like don't yeah. do it anymore. Oh, yeah. So luckily, it was so long that you know I it felt new to me. Sure, like, I, I forgot some of the things that happened. Definitely. Yeah, I couldn't remember the ending. Yeah, those are good <clears throat> uh, books, and there are so yeah. many more of them. Like yeah. there are prequels to Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe. Like, I think Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe is. I think there's one prequel. Maybe there's two. Because it's funny that that was probably the most popular, and I yeah. think that was number one or, or two yeah, or three like two in or the three. whole series. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think there's like six, six of them total, maybe six or seven. But yeah, C.S. Lewis, good stuff. Man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, really, really good. the The Screw Tape Letters was I don't know if you ever read that one before. No. It's it's awesome. Have you yeah. heard about it at all? Do you no, know I haven't. That's so, so it's really interesting. It like takes the concept of like of Satan, right, and mm-hmm. like of demons, and it kind of flips it on its head. So. It's from the perspective of like a demon. Okay. And it's like it's written in letter format. It's a screw tape letters. And so like Uncle Screwtape, who's a demon, is like writing to his nephew saying like how to attack somebody. Hmm. And so it's interesting. It, it's not it doesn't glorify hell. It doesn't, you know, not at all because it's C.S. Lewis. But it's but how how he takes it is like it's just a story of this guy and like how he wants to like affect him like how he wants to like get into his life and try to be in, to win us to steal a soul you know hmm. um and it's it's awesome because just there's like a whole progression through their perspective because you never hear about this guy you don't hear from him you know, there's no dialogue with him but it's just his life and it would be like how he should attack him and try to you know to, to get him to you know to deny christ and sure. all that stuff it's a completely different outlook yeah. i never would have you don't yeah. normally pick something up that's like on that way. No, so no, cool. yeah. and I and I didn't know that when I first read it, but I was like, man, like this is this is awesome because it, it just looks into the into your, you know, your life and and you know, seeing all the things that that, that happen and, and and your distractions and all that stuff and and it kind of puts things into perspective a bit. Hmm. One of the things that really stuck with me was like, it said like, make sure when he's in mass that he is distracted by the people around him like make sure that he's he's he sees the the pearls on the old lady's necklace and and then scoffs or like you know sees a a person in you know less attire or whatever um and it's just like it's just interesting to like have you know that be like a big you know yeah it's (laughs) interesting to think about it in the way that like your distractions can be like the devil working in your life yeah and those those temptations and and all that stuff like how it can kind of pull you away. Sure, but, but yeah, it is a unique thing. I think that that there can be power to that to kind of like acknowledge the fact that there is evil working around mm-hmm. you, and instead of kind of like 
not acknowledging that, that that's a potential possibility. And the fact that like you're actively choosing God through moments in your day, I think right, is like right. a cool way to. Yeah. And I think even just like knowing that like some of the temptation that you may receive is like, is like, you know, tr- you know, Satan trying to pull you. And when you realize that and kind of name it for what it is, it's, it can really help you fight against it mm-hmm. and kind of defend against, against that, I think. Does that ever feel, because sometimes when I listen or think about those sort of things, it does, it feels like, not corny, because that's probably lack of a better term, but just like different in a way where it's like, oh, come on, like, that's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah. How like that can be like the the quick reaction to it instead of saying like, no, like I am formed by these things and I am letting God actively work in my life in a sense that like, yeah, there, there is evil that is out there. And it's not just like I'm choosing what I want to choose, but it's more or less like I'm choosing Christ instead of choosing like sin in a way. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's different. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> if everyone read that, it's a good yeah, book. of course I will. It's a good book. It was funny when I can't believe it. it's so funny when we say, or we just talk on the podcast sometimes and like, how I don't remember th- how I literally <laughs> named Goodwill Hunting the movie, and I was like, I can't think of his name. And you're like, Well, Will Hunting. <laughs> I was like, Well, that's his name. <laughs> no, it's, okay. it's in the movie name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that is a great movie. One of my favorite movies, actually, of all time. It's I love a, that movie. It's phenomenal. I just I showed Claire for the first time maybe a month ago, and yeah, she 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 loved it. That's funny. She hadn't seen it. You never seen it. Yeah. Ronnie hadn't seen it too before mm-hmm. when we were dating. I had. We were in college, and I was like, oh, I've got to watch this movie. Great movie. Nice. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, it's really great. Cool. I always love it when, like, a comedian plays, like, a serious role. Like, I think it, it just shows their, like, you know, their skills, if they can. Definitely. You know, yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan of Robin Williams. Oh, big actor. time. Big he was time. so good. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, there's never been and probably will never be a comedian like him. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his level of energy and, yeah, it's just, wow. Well, that's Something what was funny else. about watching RV again. I mean, just such a silly movie, family movie, but like he was so funny. I was cracking <laughs> up. I'm like, wow, this is great. Yeah, now I yeah. think back to like all those movies we watched like growing up and like how my dad enjoyed these movies. And I was like, that's why. Cause yeah. a guy like Robin Williams is like just funny, yeah. like legitimately funny. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like well, regardless of what he's doing. I mean, Aladdin was my favorite growing up, you know? And so we, my, my siblings, we would watch it and we would always like rewind at the funny parts, you know, and just keep watching and laughing and laughing and laughing. Cause he was just so funny. Yeah. His impressions and, and all that was amazing. That's good. James and I used to do that a lot. Like, it was funny listening back to some of the lines and I'm like, yeah, James and I used to like speak to each other in yeah, that way. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah. continuing to like regurgitate lines from movies <laughs> that we watched and how funny that is. I used to do that. I can't believe it. I'm losing to a rug. I used to do that <laughs> all the time as a kid. <laughs> right? Like the silly things. I, yeah, it yeah, just became yeah, a part yeah. of who you were. It was so no, funny. Exactly. Uh, that's all part of our journey, man. Thinking back to it. Yeah, I was saying to V the other day, so before we get into Exodus, like, the 20s, like your your 20s in your life, that decade has to be one of the crazier changing times in your life when you think back to it. Because like I think now like 28, right? So eight years ago, I was 20 years old. Does not feel that long ago. But right. when you say it that way, it's like, wow. And to think that like I went from, you know, college, being out with friends, like playing baseball, and then like you finish college and you're kind of just like on your own. And it's like that first time where you have a 
job and you're making money and you can actually like do things with some freedoms. Mm -hmm. And then like, then Ronnie and I got married and then we were finally living together and now we have a baby and it's like how much changed in the span of time and how crazy, like, it's just like so quick in just 10 years. No, it is. It is really the, the decade where things happen, you know, it really is. I think it's getting older and older for people, but I think, um, I think that's a hundred percent true. I know even for me, since since college, I mean, the amount of change that's happened is insane. Yeah. It's, it's 100% insane. I mean, I've probably, I've been through like three or four jobs. You know, I have three kids, got married, I've, you know, had an apartment, got a house, sold that house, bought a new house, got cars, like right. gym, two gym memberships later. Like, I mean, there's like tons of stuff. You know, it's like all this change. And then went, went back to school. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's nuts, man. Your 20s, there's a lot of yeah. things that go on. Well, and it's about figuring out, you know, what life's going to be like, you know, and then for the, the rest of your life, hopefully, you know, and that's what I keep telling myself because, you know, I'm, I'm 27 and I'm at this point where I'm still, I know what I want to do, but it hasn't quite made it, I haven't quite made it work yet for like career wise. And I keep telling myself like, okay, I'm 27, I'm 27. Most people get things figured out and they're comfortable in their forties. So like, you got time, you got time. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. It is true. I, I've thought about that so many times because I've always had this mindset of like, when I'm 30, like I'm going to have it figured out. So I want to get to that point where I'm, th- but then I'm like, like, why? Like, why do I need to have it figured out? Or why should I be putting like this kind of like timeline on myself where yeah. just allow kind of like God to work in your life? And if you're living, you're putting bread on the table. That's all you need, man. All you got good your family and friends around you. You got a place to live. You're good. Can't beat it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Where do you, um, like as we talk about that, like our journey, where do you see like your faith? Because I can think back to like my past like eight years of my life, just from being 20 on mm-hmm. and how like drastically my faith has really changed too. Like, mm-hmm. do you see that too when you look back? Or Oh man, definitely. A hundred percent. The amount of like spiritual maturity that I've kind of received over the years is insane. So if you think about it, like I converted in college and I was on fire. I was on fire. So that's when it was college. So yeah, yeah, how yeah. old were you then? So, so I was a junior, like junior okay. a junior when I converted. But I was, you know, I was fired up like freshman, sophomore year. And then, you know, eventually as I was going through RCIA and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. And so, you know, as, as you're fresh, brand new Catholic, you're like, oh, this is it. This is the stuff. Like whatever. I'm so fired up about it and blah, blah, blah. And then you like start to, you leave college and then you get, adversity and you get you leave your bubble or you're with your catholic group at mm. college and then now i'm going into a place where there are no catholics you know for a time and um you know i'm at a works place where people are you know aggressive towards christians or they don't <laughs> like christians and so it becomes like oh this is what the world is like and then i have to lean on faith a little di- a little differently it's like a means of like courage and just to kind of get me through the day and then when you do that it like when you have that adversity, you know, we were talking about it last week, um, Andrew, Andrew and I, like, like if you, if you have struggles, if you like, it makes you stronger, you know, cause it really does. And so I think that's, that's where I see it the most is just like how I've been able to handle the difficulties and the adversity in life since college. And then how the, the faith has helped me overcome and then has just like solidified and it got and it's grown deeper and and you know more mature i would say so yeah yeah it's like leaving um 
It's like being on Bachelor in Paradise and you find the one. And then when you guys finally <laughs> leave the island and you get into the real world and you're like, all right, like, is this really solid? Are we built on this or <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's exactly. cool that you've had that conscious choice mm -hmm. to, to choose faith, to choose Catholic faith. Right. But in a setting like that is unique. I didn't think about that, that you were in a setting in an environment that just was so beneficial to you at that time and how it kind of probably made everything feel like almost like a honeymoon stage where no, you're like this is great 100 percent. and then it it's totally like was life hits you it's yeah like, yeah because you know i went to this catholic college and i very early on got into like the catholic group so like there's a lot you know a large group of students who were like great people mm -hmm. great people so i i never really had like an out, outside encounter with faith that was like negative which is a weird sure. thing to say you know other than just you know apathy and growing up yeah like yeah, I mean, and to, to, to leave that bubble was like a big realization that like, oh, people hate you. Like, <laughs> they hate you. As we laugh about it. Yeah, I know, you're right. But it, yeah, yeah, it's different. And how to handle it and, sure. and to deal with that, you know, as a Christian, as, Definitely. as a Catholic, you know, it can be. Do you think you could pinpoint, maybe this is hard, but could you pinpoint one thing that really helped you kind of through those different adversities? Yeah, yeah. So I when I was working in retail, I... um is where I've felt it the, the worst because you know I would work I would work across and I was pretty I didn't I, w I wouldn't talk to people about it because I know that's weird but um it was clear that I was not that I was different you know I didn't swore I didn't like like to swear around them and I would listen to Christmas music during Christmas time and they just kind of knew um, <laughs> that's the telltale yeah. sign <laughs> yeah, listening yeah. to Christmas music yeah 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 <laughs> but um and they would just get after me about it hmm. and start saying like oh you're this and that and and all that and so what i decided to do was like i'm just you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna pray for them i'm just gonna pray for them because i didn't want to you know i was your response is is, to, is anger and hatred sure. you know like i i want to be angry at these people and i want to lose my anger but i decided like i'm gonna i'm gonna be the try to be mature about this i'm gonna i'm gonna hand it to god and then in those moments i would put it on my phone i had an alarm set on my phone every half hour i would write someone's name in the alarm and it would go off and my phone would flash and it would say their name They're like one of my coworkers who you know was rough or whatever and i would do that throughout the day and it really helped me wow over overcome that stuff that's so really I would, powerful you know, i would look at my phone the alarm going off and i would i would say a prayer for them say lord, lord be with them whatever struggles they're going through that has made them such a such a jerk <laughs> like um you know i hope that yeah. they see you and and whatever but but that's really good props yeah. to you for doing something like that yeah yeah and it really did help me it really did help uh, yeah that's great it's funny because i grew up catholic right and never thought twice about it and i never was in an environment that was really different from like every i grew up you know where we were at catholic school my whole life from mm -hmm. kindergarten through eighth grade and then shamanade so another catholic school and then and it was funny when ronnie and i started dating so we were sophomores in high school and even like later in high school when I would just meet new friends and I remember working a new job, I was always character or just kind of classified as like, oh, that he, that kid's really religious. And I was like, I never understood that. I was like, mm -hmm. what did I do that makes me, and it's funny at the time I would almost like kind of take it as like a, a bad thing like it was like a bad thing right. to be labeled as yeah, that you yeah, know like yeah. No, yeah. ronnie would hear it from friends or different people within her high school because we didn't go to the same high school and a couple of times people would make comments like oh his family is really religious right and i was like 
why? Like, what did we do? But now I look back, I'm like, man, that's a really great thing. No, the fact is. that they're like, yeah. kudos to my parents. But to hear that almost made me resist it in a way as I kind of went through life. And then when I got into college, it was like, I'm just going to keep this all at arm's length. Like, yeah. I, I'll be that religious kid, but it, it's it's at arm's length. You know, like, I always went to church and did all those things because I couldn't think about doing other otherwise. Um, but it almost was like I had to, which I think is a normal journey for anyone that grew up Catholic. You have to kind of like get to a point in your life where you make that conscious you decision to, to accept it. it. Yeah, you have to choose and it. And to really like let it be your life. Yeah. And I'm thankful that I did really fully embrace it like at an early age because I do think that sometimes it can take a while for people to go back to it. Yeah. Um, just from the nature of growing up as a cradle Catholic. Um, so that was kind of like a different thing for me. And it was really um, getting married, knowing that that was so important. I was like, I can't, you know, fully embrace marriage and be a husband and be a partner if I am not fully embraced in my faith and a part of God and, and allowing him to be in my relationship. And I think I'm very fortunate that I've been with Ronnie for so long because that's just been someone who's always reminded me about yeah. how important faith is. Yeah. Um, no, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah. But going back to your point about, about that, like, I think, you know, I, I've obviously ex experienced that where people kind of like will label you and they'll put mm -hmm. you in that box. Say, well, this person's a religious guy. Like, there's something weird. It's a little different. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, or his family is or whatever. But um, whenever stuff like that happens, it just reminds me that like this is true, that this is true. And and whenever people kind of experience that, when, whenever there's like that difference, like I always think that it's like it's it's conviction, right? It's a convicting. Mm. And so, you, you know, you think about like scenarios in your life where like you're, you know, you're, you're surrounded by, I don't know, islamic people or you're surrounded by people of different different political opinions or different whatever oftentimes you're not really swayed by them you're not really you don't really feel anything when you're around sure. it's not like i don't feel i don't feel like i want to be like one of them but i feel like truth is convicting truth is convicting and because you know faith is like i think I'm, i truly believe that like god is written on every heart you know like he's he's within all of us and so i think there's there's just that nature of like when people see a christian and they're not they feel like they're they that they're witnessing something that they deeply want, but they don't necessarily see it or understand it yet. And so they kind of respond in a way that's like, I'm gonna be angry or I'm gonna like try to like be upset about this because of that conviction that they're feeling, because there's something exists that they may or may not have, you know. You know what I mean? What yeah, I, say? definitely. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's something for me that like whenever someone would get angry at me, I would want to take it as an opportunity like to try to make this open to them and mm -hmm. to say like, you know, the, the, you know, I believe this to be true. And, you know, I think everyone should believe this to be true because it is true. And, um, you know, hopefully you can you can see it. Yeah. One day. But 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's the whole like liar, lunatic and um lord thing yes you know what i mean like sure. if, if if you know something's true like you, you you know it's true you know there's no other way of saying it you know? yeah yeah and if people were lying or if people are, are loony then you you know i'm i'm not convicted by it of course if it's true of course yeah it is an interesting thing and you're right because i guess it may be because I, I was i always thought that was just so funny and it was never anything like people were being mean about it it was just it was funny to hear the comment right. you know yeah. and just to yeah. think like yeah. 
but now I look back, I'm like, man, like maybe we were doing something right that made someone yeah. say like, oh, yeah. so very interesting. Um, but yeah, everyone has a journey and I, I love getting into the different parts of our journey at different moments because I do think that that can be the most powerful when it comes down to it. Like look at us as a society, like we're so drawn to reality TV or even just like celebrities and knowing what their right. lives are about. Mm -hmm. And there's so much value in us speaking about just the ups and downs of our faith that it can be, I think that that's something that should be brought to light more and it can allow people to then say like, wait, okay, like maybe I can connect to that in a way. So it's cool. Like I love being able to listen back to the different things that we do talk about when we get into it because there's such a different light. Like the things that Andrew say, the thing that you say, mm -hmm. the things that I say are all kind of different, very different in a way, but rooted in something that's similar, which is cool. Yeah. That's the neat part about our faith. So yeah. it is very cool. So how, um, at this point now we're, this is our second checkpoint on Exodus. Mm -hmm. Um, how are you feeling right now as we're going through this? Good, good. Yeah. The, the past couple of days I've really remembered everything. Nice. <laughs> and I think, you know, like we said last time, I, it was, it was hard to remember, but yeah. I put like a little post-it note in the bathroom, like on the, on the cabinet to remember to pray. So that, that helped me remember. And then, yeah, I've been doing the cheers to, to God and, and it's nice. It's nice. Cause the cool thing about this is like, it's, it's just like, it's taking your regular routine functions mm -hmm. of showering, of, of, of eating, of, you know, drinking, and then just offering it up. Yeah. You know, slapping God on it. And yeah. I think that's great. I think it's great. And I've, I found that's nice. It's nice just to say, like, Hey, thank you Lord for my family. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it just, yeah, it puts everything back into perspective as the day goes, goes on. Cause like, like what you're saying, I'm the same way. Like after I'm done praying in the morning, like the rest of the day, usually it's just like dad music, you know, chores, stuff around the house. And normally I don't think or praise as often as I should. So it's nice to like have that moment where like, okay, I'm, I'm having a drink and, you know, being reminded of, of what I should truly be focusing on. But definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. And the readings have been good and the reflections. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I did write some things down through it. Um, it's funny, this week to me was so, it's like, it's funny when you get into, um, I guess for, I don't know where I'm at in my life, but for me right now at this moment, like everything feels so fast. Like mm. all of a sudden I blink and I'm like, it's, it's Friday again. It's mm. like this week just went by so fast and yeah. it's like work, life, back to work again. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. almost like just things are going and there's times where I allow that to just like consume me in a way where it's like, Oh no, like I, I don't have time. I can't mm -hmm. do these things. But yeah. then like this, these Exodus moments remind me to like take a step back and be like, no, oh, this is totally normal. Like you're, you can be busy. Like things can go one, two, three, but yeah. it's allowing God to be in those moments. And you know, when you're giving those thanks to the Lord as you're pouring a drink and you're before you start your day and you're hopping in the shower, you're just saying an hour father. It's like, those little reminders of how you can bring God into each moment of your life mm. so that when things feel chaotic, they're, they, or when things can be chaotic, they don't feel chaotic because you have that freedom and that peace right. of like, I'm doing this, you know, with God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like that, that image of, you know, you're busy working away on projects and like, and like God's like looking over your shoulder or he's like, he's like, you know, nudging your, your shoulder and like, Hey, like, want me to help you? Like, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let me in there, man. Let me in there. I can, I can make this a little better. Definitely. And, uh, and he does. Yeah, he, he does. does. I've noticed that when I've, when I've, 
And that's kind of been a focus of mine. And that's what I think is great or what Exodus accomplished the first time we did the Exodus 90. Mm. And what this is reminding me again of there are ways to, to allow just God to work in everything that you do. And it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like just surrendering. I, we keep saying, I say that different times now, cause I've realized that that's such an important thing to oh, do. It it's like, yeah. stop trying to do it all on your own. Just yeah. Live your day and allow the Lord to work as you're living your day. Right, right. And I think oftentimes when life does get crazy, we can sometimes use that almost as like an excuse to like not yeah. not do things, you know, or like not to invite them in because I 100% do that. Like when <laughs> life's crazy, I'm like, I don't have time for you, God. I'm sorry, but like things are nuts right now. He's like, bro, I've been here the whole time. Like, exactly. You know, just, just look at me. Just look yep. at my face, you know. Um, so, and so doing that, I think, you know, even just using that word busy, like we have enough time, we yes. have enough time. We do hundred percent. I think I, I texted you guys the one night cause I realized it. I was like, I hadn't did the reading the whole day and I just was sitting down. I'm like, man, I was so busy. Like I didn't do anything. Like, all right, let me do this now. And then like, I was using that time to kind of reflect back on the day and I'm like, wait a second. How many times throughout the day did I pull out my phone and I just kind of scrolled through Twitter or right, I right. just was looking at my fantasy football team and how all of those moments where it was like I was so busy, but I found time for that. Yeah. It's like yeah, exactly. there is that time. It's all right there if you prioritize, you know. Yeah, and, and one thing too, I've, I notice I, I talk this with, with Claire sometimes too, is like whenever you become stressed about something and you're 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 putting that energy in to being stressed, you're like you're like ah like you sit yes. down, you say, Oh, I'm so stressed right now. I'm so stressed by these things that are happening in my life. Well, you could have just taken that five seconds and just offered it up. You know what I mean? Or like whenever we have a lot that's going on, like even just earlier today, getting ready for for tonight, we had to clean the house and have dinner and get the kids ready and make sure they're <laughs> yeah. bathed and put in the bed, all that stuff. We had this moment where like, how are we going to do all this stuff? And then Claire froze. And I said, just do it. <laughs> you know, let's just do it. And we did it. And we did it in 20 minutes and it was done. And we're like, yeah. oh, okay, like it's great. So if you just take that time where you spend like, I don't say complaining. It's not complaining, but like re- recognizing that things are crazy. Just use that time, right? Definitely. There. The time you just you just use, you know. And it's easier said than done. No, I constantly is. remind myself of those yeah, things, and yeah, then I get yeah. into. We had the same because we were trying to clean the house, clean yeah, the apartment yeah. before we left today, and like make sure everything was all set um, for my sister to come over and watch Elliot, and just like all these things. And then you're like, it's it's okay. Like yeah, yeah. I like to remind myself too throughout different things where it's like you're in a moment and one, you know, you're not going to be given something that you can't handle. So yeah. just take a step back, take a deep breath and just take it on with Christ. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. two, the other things it's like, this is just a part of your day. Like yeah. sometimes I think I, I put too much like pressure on certain things instead of just allowing it to just be another moment, just another moment right. and stay in the present moment and accomplish what you need to accomplish. Then Instead of I'm worried about what I need to do on Friday and I'm missing all these things now because I'm right, just stressed right. about something that's so silly. Yeah, you know? 100%. And then I think on top of that too, it's like utilizing the emotions that you're feeling, mm-hmm. right? So like I think oftentimes we we can freeze up by like, oh, like I'm I'm stressed right now. Or like I'm feeling this anxiety. So like I need to stop. When I think sometimes it's like you, you should use that to like your work ethic, for mm-hmm. your work ethic or for like your, for your physical, your exercise or yeah. like whatever it is. And I, cause I feel like sometimes we will freeze up like, ah, oh, I'm feeling this thing right now. It's like, well, no, God gave you those feelings to get crap done. So, so go do it, you know? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Something that I've found that's helped me through this. And I think this is what we got from Exodus was 
those moments throughout the day to just like take a step back and then get back into the day, like yeah. almost unplug and replug. Because I did before Exodus, because I think this was one of the reflections during this week. I'd noticed a lot of this Genesis Exodus journey is reflecting on how Exodus has kind of changed your life. So yeah. it did give me a chance to think back a little bit deeper on it. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times when I would say like, okay, I just did this project for work and it took me a long time. Now I need to like unplug for a little bit. I would unplug by like watching videos on YouTube or doing other things instead of like, let me unplug in prayer and in faith and then I can get to the other things that yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Um, so to try and like do that a little bit more and it doesn't happen overnight, but I've realized over the past how many years now I've seen it grow a little bit a little bit more each time you know and now i feel good about the fact that like throughout my day i'm doing things i need to do and then I, i'll plug god in and it's not perfect you know every day is different there are right. days when i don't do it at all but there are days when i do you know plug god into everything that i'm doing and it just like changes the dynamic of the day tremendously yeah 100 100 so, yeah it's always better always better when we do that yeah now i got a question because this is something that i've thought thought about now i'm trying to incorporate a little bit more mm -hmm. um do you have you ever prayed the rosary throughout a day where you've done like a decade and then you stopped and then you got to a decade again later like have you ever done that where you've broken it up yeah i've, I've done that a few times and and, and i've liked that i like to do that because you know sometimes it is hard to fit that 30 minutes in or the 25 minutes in to, to pray the rosary and, and yeah yeah I've, I've definitely done that a, a few times I have to say though, my my go to is the the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Okay, so that, that's usually the one that I go to because I can say it in like five minutes. So. Sure, see, everyone has <laughs> but, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. yeah, exactly. But yeah, the the couple times that I've done that, I've I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. One thing that we Claire and I would do for a while is we would listen to the Rosary before bed. So we would do like on the Hallowed app or like um, we would just find one on Spotify or something. Sure, where someone just doing it. Um, and it's just it's such a wonderful way to like bring peace to you before bed and just to kind of let you unwind and all that stuff. So, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely done that and I've enjoyed it when I would. Cause then again, you're stretching it out, you're making it more, you're bringing intentionality into your day at different periods of the day and you're kind of, you know, inviting, you know, the Virgin Mary into your life, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's yeah. something I've thought about, or I was listening to, uh, it was actually on call to more. Um, mm -hmm. They were talking about the rosary and, I've noticed when I've really felt like I've been in a good place in my faith, usually the rosary was incorporated in my day, in yeah. my daily things. Um, so I've just wanted to lean back into that again. And then I was hearing different tips and people talking about different ways to kind of make the rosary feel a little bit more mm -hmm. attainable. Sometimes it can be a little bit like, oh, that's a lot that's to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there, there is that breakup idea where it's like you can do a decade at a time. Um, so I, I think I'm going to kind of try and give that a go. I've yeah. never done that before, but mm -hmm. just there's yeah. so many things that are available to yeah, us that yeah, like yeah. can yeah. make just your day feel a little bit different no, in a good way. Definitely. So I had another suggestion, but it's, it's evading me. Um, it's the tough part. I feel that all the time as we're talking and it's like, I hear something. I'm like, yeah, Oh, that's good. Like, I, I want to say that. And yeah. Other things, yeah. <laughs> speaking exactly. gold, Ryan, speaking gold. <laughs> trying to look back and just see what I put to you on. Oh, this is what I'm going to say. So I'm I kind of an, like, like, a, like a feelings type of guy when it comes to faith, like sure. as growing up as a Protestant, like that was kind of my experience. Like I was, we were secular. I didn't go to church, like nothing like that. But my mom would like, 
you know, introduced the faith to me when I was a kid and I kind of accepted it and was like, okay, so God's real and Christ is real, blah, blah. And so the only times that I would ever really experience him was in music. So listening to like, like the epic praise and worship songs of, you know, of our childhood and then just like a feeling getting goosebumps from the music, like the buildups and just the praying and all that stuff. Like that was one way that I really encountered the Lord was through, hmm. was through stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which is why I fell in love with, with the music end of it and worship and all that. Um, but I will say the first time I ever did the rosary, it was like peace like that I've never experienced before. And that's something that like I've kind of noticed in my life that like, you know, there's, there's again, there's that line, I think it's in the Psalms or, or Philippians or somewhere where it's like the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's like so true. Like whenever we like, like do these devotions and have that moment where we sit down and pray and, and you know when things are of god like this peace can just wash over you and i've always whenever i've said the rosary it's like an un like indescribable peace like it's, it's such joy uh whenever i've i've said said the rosary it's cool to hear your encounter with different things in our faith and how just different it is because you've you were in a different like mindset when you right. approach those things which is so cool because like for me, the I had to really like buy in, rebuy into the rosary because mm -hmm. growing up it was just this boring, yeah, yeah, monotonous yeah. thing that I was <laughs> stuck doing. Like, because right, right. of how many times like my mom would take us to different like holy hours or whatever it was we were we were at, and all of a sudden it was like, wait, we're gonna play the rosary right now. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have to yeah. sit through this. Like, right, right, right. but now as I'm older and I've noticed just the way I look at it now is a lot different. Mm -hmm. um, it, give, it it makes me feel like I, I'm like uh, I'm I'm equipped to take on mm. any battle that faces me nice. in the day. Like that's yeah, why yeah. I, I've tried, and I don't do it as much as I should. But I try to start my day with that. When I'm in a car, if I'm driving to work or if I'm whatever, it's like I just put the rosary on and I listen and I pray and I kind of. It's just such a powerful thing that is like. But it's funny how it's been different throughout my life and how you kind of have to really yeah, yeah. let it let it form you in your way and how that's what I think is something that can be a little bit more meaningful for everyone where it's like, it's not black and white, you know, right. everyone's approach to the rosary or approach, like the fact that you divine mercy chapel is something that's powerful for you. Like yeah. it's so cool where it's just like, be you, you know, be you and allow God to work in your life and whatever works for you. Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. Great. There's, there's a saint, I forget who it is. That's the guy that founded, uh, on you stay that one foundation, but he, um, he said, uh, there's tons of devotionals. There's, there's probably thousands of Catholic devotionals, but find one that you like and stick to it and do it the rest of your life. Like, like that's it. Like, don't worry. If you don't like the rosary, don't do the rosary. Yeah. Do something else. If you like Lexio Divina, do Lexio Divina. If you like just praying, if you like talking, if you like whatever, pick one thing that you know you'll do, that you enjoy, and then just do it the rest of your life. Yeah, and you'll you'll be you'll be set, be gold. And I, I love that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, that's great. All right, man. Hey, cool. Well, I guess chat. we should wrap it up. Yeah. yeah so uh, we're about to head out a little mustard seed outing. We're about to go hit some top golf. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Play some. Fun. uh some golf together but um cool thanks for listening guys we appreciate it um i guess andrew usually does the send-off but follow yeah, us yeah. on uh we got all of our socials well, down below yeah locals patreon consider throwing five bucks at us to support us if you, if you like it yep. you know there's some stuff we can send you and you know, i know andrew's got a whole bunch yeah. of merch that we could just, just waiting sitting to around you know, waiting to, waiting to do but <laughs> yeah yeah, so I'm working on a Christmas album now, and then once the Christmas album is done, I'm gonna be back on these things and, and awesome, you know, locals and all that to make it beautiful and 
and all that. So yeah, yeah, check a lot us of out. good things coming. We appreciate you guys sticking along with us through the journey, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Stay rooted in the faith. Appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>